we see very clearly how the Word of God is trying to communicate the life which comes from the temple, the dwelling place of God. As the water which trickles down from the temple big, uh, gets stronger, bigger and bigger as it goes down until it's a river in which there is life on either side of the bank of that river. On the right side of the temple, now it's important that, uh, to appreciate the fact that Jesus identifies himself to Israel as the new temple. And as that new temple, blood and water flow from his side. Blood and water which the church sees as, and understands as the life-giving force of the sacramental life. And so we see from the gospel the life-giving reality of the waters of baptism. The waters of baptism is what gives us life. It gives us a, a share in the divine life of God. And so that is the most essential healing which we need, to be healed from sin. Not a physical healing, not mental healing, not emotional healing, although those are all good, but what good is that to be healed if you find yourself in hell? There's no purpose to that. The most important healing is a spiritual healing, a spiritual healing which identifies you and I to draw to God and draw closer to Him and to experience the life that God wishes to share with us. You know, when you look at, this, when you look at the Gospel today, it's sort of perplexing. You have a man who for 38 years has been ill, has been trying to get healed by getting to those waters, and he could only get into the waters when it was moving uh, for it to give the, the curing ability they understood. And 38 years, can you imagine 38 years trying to get into that pool and not getting there? And you would think, you would think that the Jewish leaders would see this miracle and be joyous would be glad, would be happy for this man. But no, they're not. They're all perturbed because it's a Sabbath. They're all perturbed, they're all stuck in their own little world, and they're unwilling to allow the creative force of God to work in their life by glorifying God through this miracle. But, my dear friends, before we're too harsh on these Israelite leaders, how often do we prevent the creative aspect of God to work in us, to recreate us from our sinful dispositions? We get stuck in ruts. We de-rationalize our sinful behavior. And we are, no we are no better than the Pharisees are today when we do not allow the creative force of God who desires to create us new in his image and likeness and with his divine life, we are, no, we are no better if we don't allow that to happen. Yet for some strange reason, in our situation today, and from the wound of original sin, we are more attracted to that which is evil. We align ourselves more easily to that which is wrong and bad than good. And this is why, in this holy season of Lent, we evaluate our life. We evaluate where we stand before the Lord. And we get rid of those obstacles that prevents God 
from creating us anew. So that on Easter Sunday, with the Lord, we can be resurrected to new life. We can be resurrected into a new person that bears the fruit of this life-giving water. My brothers and sisters, let us pray this morning as we continue this Mass that you and I may always be grateful for the great gift of our baptism, that we were immersed in the waters of life that cannot be taken away from us. And let us pray that we will always allow God to recreate us each and every day, that we may always grow closer to him, we may become more like him, and be the living witnesses he calls us to be to this world that cries out to know him. God bless you.